Coach Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. On this episode of Celeb Savant, I'll be speaking to, and excuse my French during this bio, but I'll be speaking to Martin Bourbelon, who is the director of the movie Eiffel. He's the son of producer Frederick Bourbelon. He began his career as assistant director on a dozen feature films. He then turned to advertising where he produced spots for a number of brands such as Adidas and institutions like the Professional Football League and the International Federation for Human Rights. At the same time, he joined the team of Leguno de l'Info, for which he produced more than 90 fictions, while continuing to direct commercials. He moved on to feature films in 2015 with Papa o Maman, and in 2021 with the movie Eiffel. In 2023, he'll be producing one of the biggest projects in French cinema history, the diptych of the Three Musketeers, slated for release in that year. This is Celeb Savant with Martin Bobolon, the director of Eiffel. It's a pleasure to have time with you this morning. Before we dive into Eiffel, I wanted to ask a couple of questions. Having a father in the, the industry as a producer, do you think that will automatically lead you into becoming a, a director and into the industry? <laughs> yes, for sure. I think... Uh, um... To have a father in the industry shows me the way of the industry and uh, how the industry can work. And, and you know, for sure, when I was young, I was uh, very often on. I used to go on the, the set with him, and for sure, I think it it shows me a lot of things. But um, you know, my brother uh, didn't. My brother is not in the in the industry, so it's, it's, it, it, it seems that it's not automatically. But for sure, it, it helps to show how the industry works. You've done commercials, advertising, feature films. Now, being a person that's also been acting in commercials, feature films, and mo- shorter films, what, what's the difference like for you doing feature films, commercials, uh, and shorter films? Do you attack it in, with the same approach, or do you see it as a very different entity? If you're aware about that, I can uh, just answer this question in French because it would be quickly, uh, and Beatrice could uh, could uh, could translate to you. Uh, sure. Je pense pour moi l'approche euh, effectivement peut être différent parce que les formats euh, sont pas les mêmes. Euh, naturellement, euh, une publicité n'est pas le même timing qu'une histoire qu'on raconte comme dans un long métrage, mais j'ai toujours trouvé qu'il y avait quelque chose de similaire dans la manière de raconter une histoire avec les images, qu'elles soient courtes ou longues, et ça passe souvent par le, le travail de l'acteur, et d'une certaine manière, mon expérience en publicité, qui a précédé euh, les films que j'ai pu faire, euh, m'a beaucoup appris sur la, le travail d'un acteur, le, la manière dont une image, souvent, vaut mieux que mille mots, et qu'une expression de jeu peut raconter beaucoup plus que, qu'un long montage de séquences. Donc j'y trouve une complémentarité et, et quelque chose que je trouve intéressant. 
Yes, I I do think it's a different uh, approach in uh, many ways because it's a different approach, it's a different format, it's a different timing uh, from uh, between uh, commercials and long films or short films and long films. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, um, uh, still, uh, there, there is uh, something that some aspects that are really uh, the same uh, that are very uh, similar. For example, uh, it's a story plus images and uh, also a lot depends on the, the work or the acting work of the actors. I, actually, I learned a lot about the, the work of an actor while uh, doing these uh, commercials and uh, I believe that uh, one thing I learned is also that sometimes one image will tell you much more than a thousand words and uh, I believe that actually both are are complementary. Which do you prefer, long form or the commercials? Naturally, it's not the same works and the same, the même, the même investissement, the même implication. La préférence, elle est difficile à dire, mais je trouve que le travail d'un long métrage est effectivement peut-être plus intéressant dans la longueur parce qu'on a le temps de s'investir plusieurs mois sur une histoire, de, 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 de travailler à sa mise en scène. Après, je, je trouve vraiment que le travail en publicité est assez excitant et très intéressant aussi, parce que ça apprend encore une fois euh, à raconter quelque chose de précis en peu de temps. Et c'est un très bon exercice. Et en tout cas, le, le réflexe de ces questions qu'on doit se poser dans la mise en scène d'une publicité est très formateur quand on doit mettre en scène une histoire sur un... A plus long timing. Uh, well, it's uh, really difficult to say because, uh, of course, uh, you we, we will uh, say that uh, for uh, a long uh, film, you have uh, a longer involvement, more engagement uh, on the long term, and uh, it's uh, you you get more in terms of uh, length. But uh, still, I believe that uh, advertising uh, remains something really exciting and interesting because you need to be very precise. You have a short time to do something very mm -hmm. precisely. So the questions that you are going to ask uh, yourself when you do this uh, short um, filming are uh, basically the same that you will ask yourself to for a long filming. What attracted you to create the movie Eiffel? Um, je, tr je trouvais que le projet de départ euh, de proposer une histoire romantique sur la base d'une histoire vraie et de mêler l'intime et l'épique, c'est-à-dire de, de faire un film, une grande histoire d'amour euh, qui permettrait aussi de voir pour la première fois au cinéma euh, les coulisses de la construction d'un des monuments les plus connus au monde. Je trouvais ça très romantique et très excitant dans un moment où, où le cinéma était malmené par les plateformes et par le le Covid, et je trouvais qu'il y avait là un, un vrai projet de réconciliation avec le public et la salle de cinéma que je trouvais très, très, très excitant. Uh, so, uh, the, I found the starting of the project very exciting because it was for me uh, very interesting uh, to be able to um, put together a love story with a, a technical uh, adventure actually, and uh, to have an intimate uh, vision 
of uh, what happens in uh, the building of a big big uh, project like this like the Eiffel Tower to see uh, what what's happening in the background and uh, to have this uh, intertwining of uh, the love story and the engineering of the uh, tower i noticed that you use specific techniques throughout the movie namely smoke color music and specifically with Gustav and Adrian movement to represent the flow of the different scenes in the movie can you elaborate a little bit more around those four elements smoke color music and movement how you utilize those and why you chose those four elements it's quite a technical question because <laughs> uh, what do you mean exactly of Uh, color, what uh, color, smoke color music. So I noticed the colors were quite muted, but then when we saw the Eiffel Tower come to be, the red was standing quite present. And before that, the colors were sort of like a little bit less muted, not as, as, as shining out as much as the red. And I noticed there was lots of smoke mm. in the different elements when Gustav was smoking, when there was fire, smoke, you know, when there was fire, there was smoking elements. Okay, I um, mm, understand. Yes, you're, yeah. yes, it's true. Um, we, used to, we used to have a, a lot of discussion with uh, Matthias Bucard, the DOP, um, who was very exciting about uh, use smoke on the background and the... Uh, you know, always on the, with the workers on the Eiffel Towers, uh, because I don't know exactly how do you say in English, but in French, we were looking for uh, image patiné. Uh, so it's a term of, you know, it's a quite difficult to to do, to do a period film because it, uh, the risk is to, to, be, to have a, a cheesy image, you know, an Im a fake image. And uh, we, we, want, we really want to have a period image um, not to be not, not too fake and the smoke yeah. it's it's uh, it's an easy way to to do it how long did it take to film the movie from day one through to completion uh, it's always difficult to answer to this kind of question because the the day one begin not especially on the yeah. uh, the first the first day of the shoot uh, for this for the Eiffel adventure the day one began with Caroline Boncran, the original writer of the script, 20 years ago. <laughs> okay. So the day one of this movie is about 20 years ago when she first uh, had uh, this idea to make the, the film. And, uh, you know, this film uh, found a lot of uh, different screenwriters, different directors. And um, I made the, the project uh, in November 17 i think and i, I began to to work on this um at the beginning of the, the uh, 2018 in january so yeah. to answer to the question i think the day one from the to the complete movie is about uh, three years i think for me three years for me we rewrite the script for one hour, one year and a an half and then um so for sure with the covid interruption Yeah, uh, um, it, it took more than the, uh, 
it took smoke. And how did the lockdown affect the production of the film? At the end of the editing, at the end of the editing period. La, 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 la question, c'était euh, quel a été l'effet du confinement sur euh, le film? L'effet du confinement a été particulier parce que on a interrompu le tournage en deux parties. Donc, on a dû interrompre, comme en France, comme ailleurs, en mars 2020, on a interrompu le tournage. Et du coup, l'effet a retardé un petit peu le le, la reprise du tournage. Et l'effet du Covid a décalé, en tout cas en France, la sortie à trois reprises. Donc, les dates de sortie ont été changées à trois ou quatre reprises même. Uh, there, there was a, an impact of the, the lockdown on the movie because we had to interrupt uh, the movie. It was interrupted in uh, the filming was interrupted in uh, March 2020. So this created uh, delays and uh, the effect of the COVID went on having impact because uh, uh, three times we started again and we had to interrupt uh, the filming again. How did you choose how was the casting process for you what what were you looking for in the actors and actresses uh, to play the you know the main lead roles and the co-lead roles what was the spark or what was the what was it about them that you chose those specific actors and actresses Romain for Eiffel uh, était mon unique choix It was my first and my only choice uh, j'ai toujours voulu travailler avec cet acteur là et je trouvais que pour ce film, il y avait une évidence d'un acteur qui aurait, qui pouvait se fondre dans la, dans le costume, dans le film d'époque, et qui avait aussi une modernité romantique. Je le trouve très caméléon, capable d'être à la fois un, un grand meneur d'hommes autoritaire et dynamique, tout en étant un, un homme sensible et très vulnérable lorsqu'il retrouve cet amour de jeunesse dans sa vie. Actually, uh, my choice uh, has been uh, has always been uh, Romain as uh, an actor. I always wanted to uh, work with uh, Romain. It was my choice and it was my only choice because uh, for me uh, it was really obvious that he, he would He would really embody uh, this uh, character uh, because uh, Romain can really act uh, like a chameleon. And also he's got uh, um, characteristic like his authority, but at the same time he's got a sensitivity and he can also be uh, vulnerable uh, in, uh, in times, at times. Et pour Emma, uh, Emma est une vraie révélation. Comme tout le monde, on, on, on l'a découvert dans la série Sex Education, dans le show. Et pour nous, Français, cela a été une découverte encore plus intéressante quand on s'est rendu compte que cette actrice parlait français. Et elle avait pour moi beaucoup de choses qui correspondaient au rôle d'Adrienne, une certaine fraîcheur. Et cette idée que c'était une femme à la fois inconnue, mais déjà célèbre, euh, et pour le public français, c'était à la fois une vraie découverte parce qu'on allait la voir pour la première fois parler en français, alors qu'on certains l'avaient déjà identifié dans la, la série Sex Education. 
et l'alchimie entre Romain et, et Emma a été euh, immédiate. Uh, now, as far as uh, Emma is concerned, uh, Emma uh, was a, a real uh, discovery. Uh, we had, uh, we knew her from the Sex and Education um, series, but otherwise, uh, nobody really uh, knew her, and uh, we saw that uh, she was really going to be perfect to uh, act as uh, Adrienne. And uh, we, we, we saw this uh, sort of uh, uh, coolness, uh, purity in her and uh, freshness. And uh, so she was going to be really perfect in this role. And there was also a perfect alchemy between her and uh, Romain. Thank you. And as a last question, Martin, how much of the movie is based on facts and how much of it is fiction. Le cinéma permet toujours de mélanger la vérité et la fiction. C'est une de ses grandes forces. Euh, C'est très difficile de quantifier la réalité de, de la fiction dans ce film. En tout cas, le film n'aurait pas été possible s'il n'y avait pas un socle de réalité très fort. Et tout ce qu'on raconte sur la Tour Eiffel, ces différentes étapes sur la construction la manière dont le projet a été initié de sa genèse à son exécution finale est vrai. Et tout ce que l'on raconte sur la période d'Adrienne et de Eiffel lorsqu'ils se sont rencontrés est aussi vrai. On a posé une hypothèse de cinéma au moment où Eiffel ne voulait pas de ce projet de la construction quand il lui a été proposé et qu'il a retrouvé. On a posé l'hypothèse en se disant que il avait peut-être retrouvé cette femme avec qui il avait vécu cet amour de jeunesse pour se relancer dans ce projet et, 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 le, et, et faire euh, ce projet si personnel. Yes, actually, uh, cinema always mixes uh, facts and uh, uh, fiction. Uh, it's really uh, the real force of cinema to mix both. And uh, it's difficult to quantify how much facts and how much uh, fiction uh, there is, really. But uh, what I can say is that uh, it wouldn't have been possible if there was not uh, facts uh, behind this, that is to say, a great uh, foundation of uh, facts uh, for this movie. And uh, uh, an important step in uh, the uh, movie is uh, that um, everything, I mean, there are dif uh, different steps. First, mm -hmm. uh, the everything dealing with the building of the Eiffel Tower is true. It's absolutely true. And uh, now uh, the, the, the everything that is uh, the historical period uh, of uh, Adrienne and uh, Eiffel, it's also uh, true. When we came up with a hypothesis in the movie, it's uh, when um, Eiffel refused to build the, the uh, Eiffel Tower. He says no first, and then he changed his mind and he says yes so that's our hypothesis that it could be when he found uh, this uh, woman uh, again uh, he found uh, Adrienne again and that would be behind uh, his change of mind Martin thank you so much for your time good luck for the three musketeers next year I'm looking forward to seeing that I really appreciate your time today and it's been an honor speaking to you thank you so much thank you so much very thank you so much have a nice day too bye bye you too Yeah.